0: Hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy news sports update. Uh, more bad news for the Houston Rockets and their fans. Referee Scott Foster is going to officiate his first game since February 21st when he, uh, James Harden called the official rude and ignorant following a loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. Houston at Golden State tonight, it's game two of tonight's NBA doubleheader. That one gets going at 10.30 Eastern. The Warriors five and a half point favorites, total 220 and a half Warriors up one to nothing in that series as well. Houston coach Mike D'Antoni said the refs admitted me missed some calls in Game One, and James Harden says he wants a fair chance, and not good news for a referee and a player that don't get along with each other. Game One of the double bill kicks off at 8 p.m. this evening with Milwaukee hosting Boston. The Boston Celtics absolutely kick Milwaukee's ass. Game One and the Bucks laying seven and a half tonight over under 219. Boston up one to nothing in that best of seven. Greg Popovich expected to sign a new three-year contract with the San Antonio Spurs that'll keep him the NBA's highest-paid coach, according to league sources. Pop, now 70 years old, led his team to a 48-34 record this year. He's in the last of a five-year contract. Two more games in the NHL playoffs tonight. Just after 7 o'clock, Columbus coasting the uh, Boston Bruins jackets, laying 125 in this hockey game, Five and a half best of seven series tied at one. Then game two of the doubleheader featuring Colorado and San Jose Avalanche, minus 130, total set at six. The series also deadlocked at one, updating the odds in the Stanley Cup final. Carolina now the betting favorite at plus two, 425 to win the Cup after being up two to nothing on the Isles. But bad news, Carolina goaltender Peter Morazic is going to miss Wednesday's game three versus the Islanders. He's not been ruled out for game four. Curtis McElhaney he'll get the call for the canes post positions out for saturday's kentucky derby from churchill downs in the four to one favorite omaha beach he's going to break from the 12 gate improbable the six to one horse breaks from gate number five game winner six to one is in gate 16 and roadster at six to one is in gate 17 vaughn miller of the denver broncos will join the kentucky derby tv coverage this saturday Running back Jamal Charles signed a one-year deal to retire with the Kansas City Chiefs today. The MLB says they're going to exclusively broadcast 13 games on YouTube this season. Stay tuned. Fenway Park will be hosting a college football bowl game between the ACC and AAC's teams. Fenway Park joins L.A. and Myrtle Beach as sites now new bowl games in 2020, which marks the NCAA new bowl cycle. Busy, very busy night in the diamond tonight. 14 games on the betting board. We do have one postponement. Baltimore and Chicago. The White Sox game has been postponed due to rain. Two at 7.05, St. Louis minus 115 at Washington. Nine flat, Wainwright versus Sanchez. We got Detroit at Philadelphia. Phils minus 208 and a half. Turnbull taking on Velasquez. A trio of games at 7.10, Oakland at Boston. Red Sox minus 160, nine and a half. The over under Brooks versus Porcello. Cincy, they're laying 15 cents at the New York Mets. Total eight flat, Castillo and Vargas. Cleveland minus 210 at Miami the total in this baseball game is seven Bauer versus Alcantara 720 San Diego and Atlanta pick them eight and a half the red hot paddock versus Tehran and the Padres talented rookie Fernando Tatis Jr. expected to be on the IR with a hammy injury there so bad news for the Padres two more at 740 Colorado minus 120 at Milwaukee over under is eight and a half there Marquez versus Sassine. Houston laying 170 at Minnesota the twins got it done last night as big pooches. Total 7.5. Cole versus Pineda. 8.05. Pittsburgh and Texas. Rangers minus 115. High total. It's 11. Lyles and Sampson. 8.15. Tampa Bay minus 185. At Kansas City. 7.5. Snell. He's back at it. Not a great uh, return from the DL there versus Junis. 9.40. Uh, action Yankees and Arizona. D backs minus 145. 8.5. Sabathia. Versus Zach Greinke in that baseball game. 9:45. The Dodgers minus 145 at San Fran. Bueller and Pomeranz and LA Star Cody Bellinger setting an MLB record with his 37th RBI before May. The guy's on fire. 10:07. Toronto and Angels. Angels 169. Buckholtz and Canning. And 10:10. We got the Cubs laying 150 at Seattle. Total nine. Hamels versus Fernandez. Champions League soccer. Tottenham and Ajax. Ajax up one nil at the half. Big soccer game and the Dutch team is up. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio. Stick around, everybody. We got picks, playoff picks, and basketball, hockey, a hell of a lot more, baseball, and everything in between. So stick around. Red Heat and Rage Radio, coming up next.
1: All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions.
2: Radio
3: has begun. Fantasy Sports our Radio Network, iHeart Radio, YouTube, Fantasy Sports Net, everything else in between. I am Gabriel Morenci. Let's uh, do this thing. It's the Twisted Tuesday edition of the program. As um, we pick up uh, the pieces uh, following Philadelphia's do. Uh, big game <laughs> two uh, victory, Denver nails it down in game one, and the St. Louis Blues have Dallas Stars backers, such as myself. singing the blues
0: what's up Cam? yeah you said it morency uh real bad uh bad uh, night i know we say we don't live in the past but what can you say thanks for the minnesota twins pick you actually helped me out of a jam there they were a nice dog good pick by you denver got it done but the dallas stars uh not getting it done exciting game every time they tied it up they gave up a goal It really uh hurt my heart last night buddy and baseball was a train wreck so can't lie lots of games tonight let's hit them hockey hockey's tough man
3: hockey's a tough sport to bet I'm on i'm finding dude.
0: baseball tough baseball's been real oh, baseball, i used to really boy. rock baseball but i know <laughs> uh, i gotta be honest with you gabe baseball is just even visine vince who used to be a 70 percent better in baseball he's not even like texting me stuff anymore he's like i can't win in this <laughs> sport other than the blue jays getting it right during their hot streak he's been uh doing uh you know quite uh poorly in baseball too and he's a great baseball capper like one of the best i know
3: it's hard. Well, look, I I had the Red Sox last night. I had the Twins last night. I've yep. been doing pretty well with baseball, but um, Dodgers let me down. Up two nothing, Cam. Yep, up two nothing. Yep. There, there, was two nothing in the seventh inning. It was nothing, nothing all game. Dodgers <laughs> take a two nothing lead. I'm like, uh, good. At least I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna sweep the baseball board. Uh, no, no, no. Of course, Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers it. It's funny. It's funny you guys say this, Cam, because we're not even technically, bro. We're not even out of the first month of baseball yet. Oh, I know. I know. And, and <laughs> I know. I've been I've been there, Cam. Like we all as gamblers and the sports fans, we all have that sort of can't wait till that next sport starts. You know what yeah. I mean? You're like, oh, I'm really gonna start making money when that starts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For like, sure. You're I've right. done it so many times, can't wait for baseball. But it's funny, Cam, because normally I'll be honest, I've made it to like mid June you know even july and then i'm like i am like I effing hate baseball bro like sometimes by the time like june comes i don't want to like i'm like uh I, no, i'm out i don't want to yeah, hear yeah. about it i'll bet baseball playoffs but it's just funny to hear yeah you know baseball and visine vince is already tapping out we're not even technically out of the first month yet it's still april oh, today. I, oh
0: I know it's crazy yeah uh, I, I i gotta be honest with you taking too many dogs and uh You know, it's just something i got to be a little more selective and and really look at the dogs, and uh, it was a great pick with Minnesota last night. They were a true home dog, but nothing safe in baseball. Like, the Reds, they they win games, and you said it. Like, the Dodgers, it looked too easy against Samarja. It's just baseball is one of those sports, man. It's very, very difficult. Sometimes you just don't nail the right dog, and that's exactly what happened to me last night. Kansas City, they just couldn't get it done.
3: All right, uh, so uh, Game Time Decisions is off and running. It's a uh, cab's uh, cookout edition. We might have to play what's in cab's fridge uh, later on today. Well,
0: it's, I mean, I'm at Lisa's. That's why I'm not at my house, Gabe. Uh, it's uh, the downtown apartment. This ain't my
3: place. Cab's on location. Uh, game time decisions continues. Medicine Sports Radio Network, iHeart uh, Radio, and, uh, now on YouTube uh, as well. Uh, we've got uh, NBA basketball uh, this evening, and um, a lot of controversy in the National Basketball Association yep. with the officiating. Very similar to the National Football League, it's becoming a uh, it's becoming a thing uh, it's a now on a, on a daily basis, and. Uh, coming into tonight, the NBA, of course, the Houston Rockets. Um, Houston Rockets basically complained like a team has never complained before after game one. <laughs> know. Like, essentially, like, you you know, the Houston Rockets have bitched as much as the team, like, bitches, like, in game seven. Like, they've bitched as much as the Saints have bitched. You know what I'm saying? Great point. Excellent like, point. the Saints got screwed, but it was like, they epically got screwed. The Rockets, it's like, it's game one, guys. You know what I mean? Like. So you figure, okay, they're they're setting the table for the rest of the series, you know, by that's complaining. That's what they're trying to do. So they're trying to set the table and say, hey, listen, if we really, really, really complain. They'll have to give us some calls in the next game. Then the Houston Rockets not only complain about game Sun about game one on Sunday so openly and publicly. They actually sent a thing to the league that they did uh, yep. from, from last year in which they claimed they were screwed 81 times in the Warriors series. 83 points in seven games. Yeah. Crazy. In, including 18 points in in a deciding game.
0: Correct. Yeah.
3: And they said they took into account bad calls that, that, the, uh, that uh, went for them. Like they gave the Warriors, like they did a computer algorithm basically. And they said we got screwed for 18.6 points. Yep. Which, you know, well, I'm thinking, God, I'd like to see a Raptors graph, cap We've been screwed for about 380 points.
0: Oh, yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> <Excellent. laughs> Honestly, <laughs> even, even last night was just, it's hard, man. It's hard, Gabe. And you're right, I did the update with that Houston story. I love it. So Houston has their own analog- algorithms with how they're being screwed. And then today the story breaks. Well, during my update, they got the referee that Harden basically called an ass, and he doesn't respect him. Dude, and, I spent the whole morning just... show talking about this.
3: Dude, yeah. so the NBA responds by giving him Scott Foster, <laughs> <It's> who's <laughs> he's he's again, he's generally known as the worst ref in the NBA. Yeah, like all you got to do is down. punch in Scott Foster, just punch in his name, Scott Foster, it'll just pop up. Worst ref NBA, yeah. uh, players Paul. Worst ref NBA, you'll see like numerous former NBA players like videos saying Scott Foster sucks. He ruins the game. He's vindictive. Uh, yeah, vindictive. So of course. You dig down a little deeper, and as you stated, Cam, James Harden basically says Scott Foster's the worst ref in the NBA. He's been fine, like, for saying this before. Chris Paul's been kicked out of games by Foster. Chris Paul, like, tells Foster he sucks to his face. And for the record, they're 0-6 in the playoffs with Scott Foster refing. Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing is, and this is what I always say about, about it's like life. Two things can be right at once. The Houston Rockets complain too much, and the Houston Rockets look for fouls too much. Like, there's not a team in the NBA that flops and looks for fouls um, like like the Houston Rockets do. That's James Harden's game. So that is true. But what can also be true is the NBA officiating is, is, problem. is, is problematic, <laughs> to say the least. And the problem is it's by design. That's the biggest problem. It's not an accident. That's what's like, that's what's alarming yeah. about it. That mm-hmm. there's a pecking order and we've all known it, man. And we'll bring George Kurtz in in a second here, but there's a, there's a ladder and Cam, We've yep. seen it. The, the Raptors never got calls right. against LeBron James, the, obviously they're right? at the bottom of the ladder. That's for sure. So, yep. The Raptors didn't calls when they played the Brooklyn Nets years ago because Brooklyn's a, you know what I mean? They did not want the Raptors on TV in, in the conference finals, etc. So, Golden State get calls. Golden State get calls because they're at the top, 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 top of the top. They're yeah. going to get calls. Dude, the Houston Rockets got every effing call against the Utah Jazz. That's it's true. funny because Rudy Gobert tweeted out. It's funny because I did the same thing that Golden State are doing yet I got called for a foul every time. Donovan Mitchell tweeted. Yeah, it's funny how suddenly there's, there's a problem here with Houston. So in other words, Kev, Harden got all the calls against Utah. Why? Because Houston's higher on the ladder than Utah is. Yep. Milwaukee's bitching now. You're not calling it. Uh, Giannis is getting hacked. You're not calling it. What's going on? Well, you guys just played the Detroit Pistons. You won every yep. game by double digits. We were giving you all the calls. Now you're playing the Boston Celtics. Kyrie Irving's won a title. Uh, Al Horford's been in the league forever they have the Boston Celtics are flashier and more traditional and they got more juice than the Milwaukee Bucks guys now Boston gets the calls that's the way this league works and I'm glad that it's finally being exposed for this because now everybody's talking about it used to just be all oh, you right. Raptor fans just because you can't no, be no, no, no. like shut up it's not just about the Raptors and, and this has it been going just- on forever
0: Look at last night, too. You don't see Jack Armstrong, Gabe. You're getting the games uh, from a different uh, carrier now that you're you're living in Jersey. But I've never seen Jack Armstrong, like, go wild before. And he basically couldn't shut up anymore. Kawhi Leonard was getting draped on every call. There could have been so many and ones there. Nothing happened in the game. And uh, they got the majority of the call. I admit the Raptors had open shots to win the game, and they were horrible. They sold out their best player who played his ass off and took the team on his back last night. But you know what? They couldn't get it done. But still, the calls, the calls, the calls. The NBA has a real problem, Marenzi, and it is. We've talked about this for years, but now it's being exposed. It sucks. It sucks. It does.
3: And I did the poll question again this morning, and because Ranieri said, oh, I'm sure uh, NHL fans are crying too because it's the no, playoffs. They no, said, not not, not, not the in same. the same way. No, it's not I'm the on same. the Dallas Stars the last NHL, night. the NHL, there's
0: kind a of fair fairly- shake. It the league is.
3: doesn't care whether St. Louis or Dallas advances no, at this point. Whatever, they're already screwed. Let's bring in uh, Let's bring in George Kurtz right now. George, okay. how you doing?
5: I'm doing well, and now I'm so happy I get the ref four hockey games tonight. What a What a pre-clude for this! Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. all about. You, they love you,
0: George? You're a good ref, right?
3: <laughs> that probably depends on
0: who you ask. I don't know. It seems like Kurtz uh, plays it by the book a little too much. He game. does. Kurtz is, Kurtz is fair, he tells me. He goes, he even said told me, Gabe, we're doing the show on Saturday. He says, guys get lippy with him a lot of the time, and he cuts them some slack. Like, he's not one of those refs like the NBA guys gave the minute you say something. I'm going to tee up. I'm going to tee up. Because these guys have, uh, you know, small, small, small little ego. Kurtz gives them, he understands it's a passionate game. He'll, he'll give people a little bit of rope. Right, Kurtz?
5: I think to be a good official, and this isn't professional, well so anyway, you need to be able to take a little bit of lip. Guys, they're, they're, listen, the adrenaline's flowing, man. You, make, you think a bad call went against you, you might scream and yell. Screaming and yelling is fine. As a ref, I kind of even enjoy that. It gets me into the game. I get bored in games when no one's saying anything. It's like, oh, offside, but no one, says, and no one ever says anything. Those games are boring. I don't mind being yelled at. It's when you get personal. You want to say, that was, that was a, that's a terrible call. That's fine. It, it very well might have been a terrible call. You want to say, you effing suck. Well, hey, <laughs> now, now we have a problem. You got personal. Okay? Everyone's going to make bad calls. I get it. Everyone gets frustrated. I get it. I played for a long time. Still do. And I yell at the refs, too. You know, my, in my mind as a ref, I always wanted to do two things. Hustle and be in position. No one was going to yell at me for that. That I was out of position, or that I wasn't raw, wasn't skating, wasn't hustling. I'm not going to get yelled at for that. You know, a bad call. Bad calls are going to happen. If unless you've refed, you don't understand that. It's it's I ref hockey. There are twelve. Guys on the rink. People are cutting in front of you all the time. I'm not going to see everything. It's impossible. Sometimes there's somebody it went in my way at the last second that I couldn't see. It's You, know, you get blocked out. Refing is all about angles. Players don't generally understand that. But actually, you have to understand, you're going to get yelled at. If you have a short temper, a short trigger, then you're, you're really not a good ref. You're in the wrong line of business. The
3: question is, has anybody ever um, um accidentally, quote, with air, air, quote accidentally hit you with a puck? Like that's what sure. you know if they don't like you. Like, has anyone like fired a puck at you deliberately before?
5: Not, not, not obviously. You know, not where, Oh my, I think a slap shot wound up and hit me. No, but I've been hit. Sure, I. Uh, it, you know, a funny thing. A while back, I think uh, maybe a couple of months ago, I kept this this one player kept, and he was a small guy, smaller than me, and I'm far from the biggest guy. Smaller than me, kept brushing by me, and he me with a stick, but nothing that would do any damage. You know, the first time, like oh, that's weird. The second time, I'm like. All right, coincidence. It happens. They did three or four more times when I'm watching him now, and then uh, it happened in the second period where my partner went ballistic on him, and I didn't know why. And I asked, him, he goes, "Well, in part of goes he hit me. I'm like, oh, you're right, you're gone, buddy. Then you are doing it on purpose. I mean, listen, if you're gonna hit me, you might want to try and do some damage. I don't know what the point was of doing these little things that literally they so didn't he was hurt So trying at to all. intimidate you. He yeah, was was little, like but he's smaller than me. Button. Little sticks and for he, it, trying to get in Kurtz's grill. Nice. It, it was weird though. I've never had someone do that in twenty five years. It was just strange. Young kid too. I, I, actually, I thought the kid had, you know, maybe had a screw loose or two. Yeah, you might as well punch you. I mean, what's the point of hitting you a little with a little tap? Thanks. Yeah, that there's a good. Just wind up and punch me, guys. Go ahead. That feels much better.
3: When I was a kid, a kid on my team got suspended for deliberately shooting a puck at a referee. He just he just teed it up and like deliberately did it. Uh-huh. There was no there was no denying it. <laughs> like. break song just won't go away and I will It won't go away <laughs>
0: this song it will never die fortunate son it's
3: the <laughs> Hey it's hey
0: precise. you said it you said it all right you could deal with it from time to time you know so you know we yeah, deleted yeah. it and then we resurrected it you know and, uh, I'm not you know I
3: don't look back I don't know why I get so angry about it sometimes but yeah, like I used to really get angry like <laughs> not
0: yeah, so you bad you used, used to I like seeing yeah. you start used to get really pissed off, buddy. That's when we started getting you the Snickers. Yeah. You're not yourself can, when you're playing uh, Fortune uh, Sun, buddy.
6: Yeah, I, he he shirt I could use uh, the Snickers.
3: I could,
0: too.
3: All right, George Kurtz uh, with us uh, right now. I was just talking about, asked him if uh, he ever hit a hit. hit, hit, an, uh, hit if he ever been hit with a puck. He said, no, but somebody brushed past him a couple of times. Uh, I told the story, guys. I was playing uh, Rollerhawk, which I wasn't a fan of, all right? And I was, I was never big on, like, um, on the uh, the rollerblades. Yeah. But, you know, they were trendy. Remember there was even a rollerblade hockey league camp? Hockey remember league. that league?
0: I, no, I do remember. I do yeah, remember. But, uh, Montreal Roadrunners, Evo Cornway.
3: Remember him, George? <laughs> he was the coach.
5: I had somebody from the New Jersey Rock and Rollers play on my uh- – you know, my, my <laughs> men's hockey league back in the day. <laughs> by the
7: runner. way, he was damn good. By the way, <laughs>
3: no, they <laughs> no, took this the league hockey. serious. No. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a serious thing, Dude, was it was good. all guys from like the Quebec Major Junior League, but oh, yeah. on roller blades oh, instead of like player. whatever. So, so it was in that era when that stuff was going on. So there was a charitable hockey event, and you know, hosted a K's post game show. So we got all right. We got to go play. It was uh, at the Coeur Saint Luke, like the Jewish Community Center. <laughs> and um i thought it was like hockey hockey so i'm like yeah cool but i didn't know it was roller hockey at first and i i agreed to play hockey hockey i thought i was playing uh, ice hockey so it's roller hockey and i'm like man i don't really rollerblade man you know what i mean so they're like ah oh, dude you if you can skate you can skate whatever and i'm like all right so whatever i could skate if you could skate you could skate type of thing it's, it was kind of true so i was flying around and stuff but man i had a hard time stopping and turning a lot well cam yeah. and george you know what i mean that's, like, the, that's problem the difference with that. that's the you difference could fly, the yeah
0: way. yeah great call you could fly yeah. on the skates i had the same way i stopped like almost go through a tree like it's yeah, tough exactly. maneuvering was tough you man. gotta stop tough. by on your back
3: foot you start on your yeah. heel oh, stupid. stupid yeah yeah so i didn't i wasn't a fan of it so anyways I'm sort of flying around, but I wasn't, like, 100% comfortable. And same thing. There was this kid came up, sort of bumped me against the boards a bit, you know, lifted my stick, took the ball. Yeah, I thought, all right, once, it's hockey. Same thing, man. Like, after, like, three, four times, man, I'm like, this kid's just coming for me, you know? And he came for me, and he took the ball, and I wiped out uh, in the corner once, and he laughed and talked smack. Um, he muttered something about, I don't know, sports race. He said something about something to me on the what he skated off. He wasn't a kid kid. He was about like 15, 16 or something like that. Um, so basically I just waited and a couple of, you know, a couple of minutes uh, later he was up up against the boards and I took his feet out and he fell face first into the boards. And uh, <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah, yeah like I, I took him out, took him out. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I took them out and I said, "Let's play, kid. Let's go. Get up." <laughs> they were all like, "Oh, it's just you know, it's for charity and you know, <laughs> cause caused a little situation." So the next time someone skates uh, too close to you, George, you know, let them know who's in charge, <laughs> and send them flying face first into the boards. But um, it reminded me, and I was telling people in the chat during the break about hitting pucks, uh, hitting pucks into people. It happens, guys, in the NHL. Like, it shouldn't, but it does. Like, not with referees. So Once in a while, they're never going to admit it because it's a dangerous thing to do. But defensemen will rifle off the glass to scare referees. Like, if a referee, like, is pissing them off, it's like, all right, I'm going to clear the zone, bro, and I know you're standing right at the blue line. I'm going to right off the glass here, man. another
0: thing another trick when the the building's loud they pretend they don't hear the whistle that's when they do it too that's a good trick if you want to get real dirty hey didn't hear the whistle didn't hear the whistle (laughs) yeah so
3: it's it's sort of like they'll they'll pick their spots and it's sort of like it's like a warning shot hey you want to keep screwing me man i just want to let you know you know what i mean i might lose control of this puck sometimes and it's happened but It happens in practice, and I swear, if that's when you know the coach is going to get fired, he's got to go. Because I've heard two instances where players deliberately hit the coach with the puck or shot the puck at the coach in practice. I know that the Philadelphia Flyers shot at uh, Hitchcock before. But he told me. Like, Hitchcock pissed off the Flyer players so much that there was, like, war with him. And they fired pucks at him. And I've told the story in which they actually they actually sliced one of his tires. His tire. <laughs> Can you believe that, George? A professional <laughs> sure. hockey team. This you is fine sure to see. No one really knows this story. They pissed him off so much because he was he was very, very large, let's just say, right? At the time. Is that and the story you was...
0: told me? You got hot in the t- they got caught in the hot tub.
3: I'll get and they were to laughing that. at him. I'll get, I'll get <laughs> to that. <laughs> so he told me. He goes, "Yeah, man." He goes, "This guy, man. He he ran his mouth so much, he crossed the line." He goes, "We actually slit the, his tire in the parking lot." Um, during, after practice. So I said, "Really?" I said, "It's kind of juvenile and high schoolish, isn't it?" I said, "What was the point?" He goes, "The point was to watch his fat ass." try to change a tire. <laughs> I'm thinking, wow, professional athletes are mean seven of the bitches, man. No wonder you guys don't win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, don't you think this happens in baseball when you see from
5: time to time where the catcher misses the fastball, so the old gets pl- yeah. Yeah, plunked right oh, yeah, yeah Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, it's yeah. all right. Though, <laughs> throw the breaking ball was coming, buddy. Oh, I yeah, yeah, must yeah, have yeah. misread the signs? Sorry about that. I think the same <laughs> situation there. I'm <laughs> not saying happened. every one, but it's, it's definitely happened. happened.
3: I don't know if it was college. I think it was NCAA or it was – it, was, uh, it was, I think it was actually Little League of all things. I think it was a Little League, like it was recently. Like one of the, the Little League dads basically told the catcher, don't catch it, get out of the way, type thing. And they smoked the umpire. Like he told the kid, let it rip. <laughs> like, like you're right, it'll happen. So yeah, so with Hitchcock – so. They sliced his, they did his tire, they shot pucks at him, and um, yeah, I actually heard that he got stuck in the hot tub, (laughs) and like the rehab, and and there's like a a Whirlpool hot tub thing, and he got stuck in it, and basically like, they trade everybody, like that's when they got rid of everybody, like that Flyer team was out of control, if you remember it was Carter, Carter,
0: Richards,
3: Carcillo, yeah, Yeah.
0: uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they, they, party, it was, they, that was like team party, too. They, they did
3: oh everything. Oh, boy, else. did they ever party. Like, it was too, it was open. Like, basically, <laughs> yeah. like, this is video before video, even, in which they were, they were, like, doing blow with that porn star Gina Lynn and stuff. Like, I once saw Gina Lynn. Remember, I had porn stars on the show all the time, cab. Yep. I said, hey, I said, is it true? I said, are the Flyers really this messed up? She just started laughing. And she said, yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> she started <laughs> 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 and I basically told her, I said, uh, I said, man, you're going to ruin I said, people, Flyer fans are going to hate you. Like, if you look it up, just look up Gina Lynn, Philadelphia Flyers. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, I, I it was like they could have made a movie with her type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were with her every night almost, like, um, going hard. And then, this is crazy because one of the nicest coaches ever, nicest guys ever, Claude Julien, Montreal. Somebody fired a puck at him in Montreal once during a practice. The old accidental, sorry, coach, hitting you with the puck. I like I Julian. He's a very. I know, who's going to do that to Cloe? Yeah, 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 I mean? yeah,
0: he's such a nice guy. Like his I cock you can, can understand. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even Tarian, like I remember when I interviewed oh, him yeah. down when when he was practicing with the Leafs. Man, that guy's intimidating. Man, that was a game soft like butter. Our team is soft. Like yeah, he's just like sometimes you go up to him, you're like, whoa, whoa, dude. He's, like you don't want to say anything wrong. He's he out there. Living, yeah, he's a little off. He's on sometimes. You remember,
3: George? Michel Terry is red sometimes. Oh, I yeah. Swear, uh, that, that was that, that was, was an epic rant. Was, he goes, yeah. uh, sometimes <laughs> I swear they tried to be the softest team in the league. He, <laughs> goes, he goes, I tried to be nice with them. Uh, OK. OK. Oh. No more, Mr. Nice Guy. He goes, man, they're soft like I'd never seen soft before. <laughs> well, yeah,
5: apparently, apparently Gina Lynn like Philadelphia, man. Did, did Vic, uh, Shane Victorino sleep with uh, Gina Lynn? Is on, on here. Did you just punch it in
3: here? Yeah,
2: yeah. She, she, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah I'm, I'm not kidding. Care.
3: I looked it up. She rang the Liberty Bell, bro, literally and figuratively. Ding, A ding, lot ding, of Liberty st- balls, I should say.
5: Liberty He's boss. got a nice picture of a Flyers jersey there, too. A what's yeah, uh, like oh, like now a home jersey, probably a third jersey, but uh, looks it looks good. All my stories are true. I
3: told you. It doesn't take much. <laughs> Just punch it in. like you I mean. She single-handedly, like, took down the Philly sports
5: scene, bro. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of names in here. <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers that we all know very well.
3: Yeah. Good yeah, for you, yeah. Jim. You guys
0: were animals on that team. Uh, a lot of,
3: I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get. I'm to send this over to Yang since he doesn't know who Michelle Terry is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: so
3: we got to get that. That's uh, it's it. one of the best rants uh, of all time. All right, we'll get into the games uh, too uh, here with George uh, George Kurtz. By the way, you know it's not good when you punch in Gina Lynn and the first name you see uh, besides a sports player is Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it's not Jeff Carter or Mike Richards.
5: <laughs> oh no, they—they they were both there too. I said, beside the sports team, besides the sports team, oh, yeah, okay.
3: yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're there as well. Jane Victorino. <laughs> huh? That's amazing. Gina Lin
5: slept you. with Scotty Upshaw, according to his ex. Oh my goodness. this is fun.
3: Uh, yeah, it's been what, a it light also, this. What the girlfriends on the Flyers are basically exposing her. Yeah, yeah. This is nothing this is great. Facts. You that's some fun reading? You need some bathroom reading, man. Take this with you. Nothing but <laughs> uh, nothing but facts uh, here. <laughs> All right, Yank, we just sent you the clip here. We'll play it on the other side here. Uh, we'll get we'll, we'll get into the hockey games tonight as well with George. Curry.
0: Make the ring with Joe Renari and Dane Martinez weekdays from 6 a.m. And then you catch uh, my boy Morensi and Renari from 9 to 12 on the morning after here on the Fantasy Sports Network as they get you caught up to the previous night's action and prep for the sports wagering day ahead. You can also watch the broadcast on YouTube and anticipate, participate in the chat room or watch on Periscope, Twitch TV, or countless other platforms. Be part of the show. Tune in for the entertainment, the knowledge, and the extra money we'll put in your pockets. That's Make It Rain with Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez and then Morenci and Ranieri 9 to 12 the morning after weekdays starting at 6 a.m. on the Fantasy Sports Network. Uh, Well done, uh, Cam.
3: Cam, He's Cam Stewart. I'm uh, Gabriel Morenci. Game time decisions, red heat and rage. Uh, We'll get to a little DFS a little bit later. Uh, We told you last night to stack the Nuggets and the Raptors and the lineup and the players that we shared with you. We actually did pretty well last night. A little bit better, uh, Ken, than normal, in which I put $4 in one contest and won $33.75 back. Not bad. Not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, but you know what? Look, let's see results. Like, this is where it's frustrating. where
0: Kurtz talked about this, too, Gabe. They're I finished okay. ninth in a golf contest of 1,900 people. I got 18 bucks. Continue.
3: Yeah, that's the thing. So, I won $33.00. I finished in 13th place out of 1,486. I put $4 in. I got
0: 33. Not Um, enough. Not enough. Yeah. It's like like, triple that. They got to change their formats. I'm thinking like you got, you can't let everyone get like, if you go in a $4 contest, like $8 or whatever. That's what I think. It should be less people getting money, more money. That's my take. Maybe it's a little top heavy. Uh,
3: we'll
0: We'll get to it. We'll get,
3: we'll get into the uh the NBA DFS a little bit later on. So let's get into the games. Um I didn't see I was caught up uh, with the NBA and I got so sick of watching the Boston Bruins win and I just got sick of watching the Boston Bruins period uh to be honest. So I was caught up in the NBA. I was aware of the game uh, what was going on but so um Columbus Columbus and uh, Boston tonight. Now in Columbus, George, what's your take on the series? Uh, what do you take away from the games, and what do you think moving forward here?
5: Been a good series. I mean, you can make an argument. Columbus could be up 2-0. Boston could be up two zero as well. They've been it's been close. I think the longer the series goes, the edge has to go to Columbus because of you know they'll, they're more, much more well rested. I mean, Boston played uh, seven games against Toronto, now two overtime games. Sooner or later, that's going to catch up to you. Tonight in, uh, in Columbus, it's going to be loud. That stupid cannon they have, that's going to blow some people's ears off. So, uh, I, I give the edge to Columbus tonight. I think they're playing on an emotional high. I think They've never been this far. You know, the fans don't even know what the second round is like here. I give the edge here. I just think they've learned, to cal- they've calmed down. Pasternak is invisible, by the way, which means yep. to me, in my mind, he has to still be hurt. There has to be an injury there. I don't think, I don't think he's, he's frustrated. frustrated from when he... Uh, I, I think he's hurt. When he, remember when he fell on the ice and he hurt his thumb and it was supposed to be a week? And when I say fell on the ice, by the way, he was drunk after a party and fell. All right, that's how he got hurt. So uh, I think that's how he uh, hurt his hurt himself. I think he, it was also, he was a week. I think he be out a week, 10 days. Also he was out a month. And I don't think he's completely healed yet. I think he's still hurt yet. There might be another injury there as well. I think Boston's playing on fumes right now. Well, I think the Marshawn's playing well. Bergeron's playing well. But that's really it. Krejci's a little banged up too. So uh, I think Columbus has a huge edge in this series now.
3: Cam, what
0: do you yeah, think about with, tonight's game? Well, yeah, I'd, uh, it's uh, it's big for me with Columbus with the plus 240 series play. I really need them after Dallas lost last night. I, I'm with George. I think Columbus, uh, the guys are really starting to play. Uh, Duchesne scoring that winning goal, I think it's absolutely huge for him. Uh, i think he's going to get off the schneid panarin's been an absolute beast and when he plays well he tends to get better but roski's in some kind of zone gabe and he knows he's going to probably make an extra three to four million dollars if not more if he keeps on playing contract here it's really standing on his head so he's seeing the dollar signs right now columbus at home i think the jackets get it done tonight it's a low price but be careful everybody this is a problem with the trends right now if you're betting road teams in the nhl you're making a killing the road teams have been very, very successful. Take a look at all the games. All the road teams winning all the time, but tonight, I think it's the home teams. I think we bu- bucked the trend, and uh, Columbus get it done tonight. Looking at
3: the Columbus Blue Jackets at home, uh, very impressive against uh, against Tampa Bay. They outscored them 10-4 in the two games at home, and I see they've actually uh, they've won seven of their past eight home games overall. My feeling is, though, with this NHL stuff and – Hey, listen. It's been competitive as hell. Um, they're just—I'm just looking at this from a betting perspective, guys. That uh, no. I'll say this, Cam, is that these games—it's like I almost feel like they're going to split here, like just like they split, like uh, they split in Boston. I almost feel like, all right, Columbus could win tonight, and Boston wins the next game, or Boston wins tonight and Columbus wins the next game. I never really feel like one team has a major advantage over another team when it comes to the NHL playoffs.
0: Yeah, you I think you're on I, I to yeah. something. The, the one thing I'm going to say... You know say, what I mean? Dude, it's, it's not like I, sort of like I, I, basketball
3: where it's like, all right, the Bucs are playing the Pistons. and You know what I mean? Yep. There's a point sure. where like, if this hockey, look at the Islanders. We'll get to the Islanders in a second. They gave up yeah. two goals in 48 <laughs> seconds. I'm <laughs> saying, yeah, there's not there's not a lot to take away. It's so freaking razor close right now in this second round. Look at this Blues, uh, Blues Dallas series, Cam.
0: Unbelievable, I know. I can't believe when Dallas tied it up every single damn time. You're right. It's Razor's <laughs> in right now. Uh, we're, we're on the wrong wrong end there. Perron got away. Did you see that too, Gabe? Smart move by him. It's smart. I'm surprised more guys don't do that. He literally went up to the Dallas defenseman, pushed him from behind. He fell. They were all looking at him. Yep. Boom, top shelf. You know, you want to play dirty in front of the net? Ref didn't want to make a call that, uh, that uh, close to the end of the game there, a controversial call. So they let it happen. I think more guys should do that stuff. I'm with you. And I think the Islanders are uh, probably going to steal one, too. McElhaney will get into this game with George, Gabe, but uh, they're down two to nothing, and I think they're going to make a series of it, too. So
3: very interesting. What about the total five and a half here tonight in Boston and Columbus? This is one where I'm sort of feeling the unders here in this one.
0: Yeah, they were unders in Boston. I kind of think maybe I think it opens up a little bit. The goalies have been fantastic, though, especially Bobrovsky. But I think Columbus is going to get it done tonight. I think they win a a four to two. Four to two hockey game, five five to two, five to three. I think we get over tonight. Oh yeah, just it's it's not it's not my favorite play. I'm more of the sides game. I like Columbus just to win. I don't know what George is thinking.
5: I'm actually thinking the same thing. I'm Columbus straight, straight to win. I'm not going with the spread. Uh, that's plus 225. Columbus minus goal and a half. I'm not doing that. And I don't feel the over-under one way or the other. So, Gabe feels under. Game feel, uh, Cam feels over. I feel somewhere in the middle. I think the spread's about right. I think it's, it's a 3-2 game. I always worry about that empty net goal, which always seems to screw me when, I, uh, when I'm when i not positive. So, uh, I'm not going to bet the over-under here. But I do like Columbus. Yeah, I got a minus
3: 115. I'll take my chances game. on the Blue Jackets. Uh, these these empty netters. Yeah. Uh... Another game, though, is a real
0: killer. Six. what do you think about uh colorado and san jose i'm gonna tell you something all, colorado, all these shark games go old. yeah they do me and george had a, a difference of opinion on what we we're doing the weekend show and i'll tell you like i i thought colorado really did some good things the last game man they they had all their lines rolling san jose looked kind of like shell shocked and they they just outworked them i think colorado at home are gonna beat san jose tonight too I think I'm going to go with both home teams, and I, I think they're going to get to Martin Jones. Hey, George, he let in a weak goal uh, off the start. Yeah, you you we got, got the bad Martin Jones again. If you, if Colorado keeps on shooting, he'll let in goals. So I got to take Colorado. They just look like and they Joe got Pavelski the Joe Pavelski,
5: man. Pavelski's out at least the next two games they announced. I wonder if that's a little bit of a, a little bit of a joy kill there for the Sharks as well, losing their best player. So I think uh, that might have some issues here as well. I agree with the cam tonight. I like Colorado, first game at home, second round. I got minus 130, but I like it as well. And as uh, Gabe was insinuating, I kind of like the over here. I get over under six. This Every Shark game seems to go over because you can't trust Jones. Not so
3: sure you can trust Grubauer either, but both of these teams can yep. score goals. I trust Grubauer more than Jones. Like, Jones, listen, Jones will make – yeah, Jones will make saves, but yeah, you know, everything's an adventure. You have to hold your breath every time. And looking all right, so looking at the numbers here just to be factual, holy shit. Uh wow. Yeah. San Jose are 8 and 2 to the over in their last 10 games. Yep. You go they go back to their it. last regular season game even. So in the playoffs, in the playoffs, they played 9 games, 8 and 1 Okay, bad. Uh, no, my bad. Two. My bad. Two, 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 two. So, in the last nine games, they're seven and two to the over. Seven and two to the over in the playoffs Yeah, are the San Jose Sharks. It's hard to get in front of that. Um, I didn't Colorado the play. I thought Colorado were going to win this series. I think Dallas is going to win the series. It's going to be yep. Dallas and Colorado, and then Dallas is going to beat uh, Colorado and go to the Stanley Cup finals.
0: I think a lot of people will go to the road teams because they've been successful watching the Blues play. And I will say this, and you guys know watching hockey and betting hockey, it's the one sport where home ice doesn't mean shit. A lot of the time you try to entertain your fans and you do things you don't do. I prefer Dallas to be on the road, to be honest with you. I think they buckle down and they're, they're a smarter hockey team when they play a system and they don't just run all over the place. But tonight, I love the home teams in statement games. Colorado, uh, no, Colorado understands. Yep. What's Kenny Danico like?
3: Danico told. Well, when Danico was on last week or whatever it was, two weeks ago, it was during the playoffs, whatever. But he, I asked him. We were talking about it was a game seven day, and we were talking about uh, talking about home ice, and he said, ah, it doesn't mean anything. And in fact, he said that the Devils used to prefer to be on the road. Yeah. He said it's great. He goes, you really get fired up in the really? room. He goes, it's a great atmosphere when, like, the crowd's going crazy and everyone hates you and you score and you take them out of the – he goes, it's a great feeling. He goes, I love going in other buildings. And he awesome. was talking about, like, the bonding, and he said, he said, man, you're on the road. All you're thinking about is hockey. You know, you feed off the energy of the crowd. And that's funny. I've heard football players say the same thing, George. There you know, someone – I forget what player it was. was a kid in college. He had a great answer. They said, you know, you kid, you know, you're only 18. You got 100,000 people, you know, they want to kill you and stuff. And they said, how are you handling it? And it was a great answer, guys. He goes, I just pretend they're cheering for me. <laughs> I think I think hockey, out of the four major sports,
5: are the home ice, home field means the least, right? I mean, yeah, you get to uh, make the last line change, you be. You know, yeah. I guess that could have an effect sometimes. But uh, you know, basketball—you got the, the fans going crazy, especially on free throws. Football—we all know the crowd noise can play an effect. Baseball, less.
0: Basketball—it is, so it is, it, is. It, it just basketball's is. Basketball's the basketball. biggest. Hanks down. Yeah. And you know, in college
3: yes, games, football, hey, when college, when games
0: yeah. change, college kids, man, in NCAA hoops, we've seen games change on a dime. You can have a thirty-point lead at the half, and then all of a sudden, you just go ice cold and lose. Like, yeah, but guys, look at hockey. Thing. You're right. Like, look at like football.
3: Football, it matters. Like, you go to Seattle and the crowd is loud, it matters. You know what I mean? Like, a loud crowd in football matters, it does. Because, you know, the players can't communicate. Uh, they can't hear each other. Now, look, in Denver the other night, um, with a couple of seconds left in the game, he wanted Aldridge to foul. And Aldridge couldn't hear him because it was too loud. Exactly. And Pop had said, give credit to the crowd. They were so loud, we couldn't communicate. But with hockey, and I've heard this so many times, George, in the playoffs in camp this year, especially in the first round when people were picking games. It's going to be rocking in Winnipeg tonight. It's going to be rocking in Toronto tonight. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It's been rocking the Buffalo Bill games for the last 30 years. We still suck. <laughs> <laughs> like this, oh, it's rocking. Yeah, yeah, good for you. Like in hockey, you can wave all the white towels you want and white outs and cheer and yell all you want, Cam. And don't change shit on the ice. Like loud... It doesn't affect it. Like, there's no communicating in hockey. It's bouncing it around. Actually, they know where it be, actually you know I mean? it burns like,
0: you so bad. Like, look at last night in Dallas. They're playing the Slayer, the Pantera. St. Louis scored seconds into that game. It was a freaking funeral.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It changed everything. Yeah,
0: boom, you suck it. That's what Danica was it's talking just, it about. It just sucks the air right out of the building. I'm like, wow, come on, fans. It's only 1 nothing, And that Dallas, like, nee, 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 nee. They're screwing around with it. Like, the early goal by the road team. It just, ask Winnipeg fans. It murdered yep. them. They have a wicked atmosphere, and then they go nervous after that. Happened every single game. And
3: speaking speaking of atmosphere, so I can't, but we've got a couple minutes with Kurtz here yep. before we go to the break, and we'll get Kurtz on for the last couple of minutes before 5 uh, o'clock. But speaking of atmosphere, George, Islanders now 2 nothing, but you can't blame the building. You know what I mean? You know, it sucks. I'll- it is what it is. Calvin C. scoring but- goals exactly. So we'll hit this quickly on the other side with Kurtz. We'll get his quick outlander prediction moving forward. Game time decisions. Eddie Fritz Radio Fantasy That's Radio we only got a couple of minutes uh, here, so this is pretty crazy. So, George, I've never been to an Islander game at uh, Barclays before. It's a great facility for basketball. Yet our boy Alex uh, in the pit, big Islander fan. Unbelievable. I didn't know this, George. Like, it's so out of whack and out of sync. Did you know this, Cam, that the scoreboard isn't even at center ice? It's over the blue line? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't understand how they like, can't move it. Like, yeah, I don't know. like Barkley's just, I mean I understand how it doesn't slide over. But, but yeah, anyway, it's just,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, the arena was made for basketball. basketball. Man. I mean,
5: it's it's the only Russian who doesn't like hockey. Amazing. Oh, that <laughs> arena. But uh, yeah, the, the arena was made <laughs> for basketball. It's not made for hockey. The
3: ice like, is always. Literally though, the scoreboard is over the blue light.
5: What can I tell you, man? That's how they designed the damn thing. I'm not an engineer. I, I, you would think it could just slide out. I mean, how? Like, I Pam,
3: know, you know, literally it can't it see is. the net like at a lot of angles, oh. like I mean, obstructed oh. views, like you got to stand up. You look down like it's like it really is a shit show there. But that doesn't affect the Islanders on the ice, George. And the crowd was still loud. Yeah, the ice is a little slower there. It is what it is. But honestly, George, I looked at the records, man. There were 12 and six in both buildings this year. I think I said
5: they have a better record at Barclays slightly by percentage. Yeah, yeah I mean slightly. You're talking. I much think you're right. It was
3: twelve way. seven and two to twelve six and three or something like that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. It was something no, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, listen, the so you uh, can't I know, say, no, "Oh, listen, we can't uh, not- win at Barclays," right? They've won at Barclays.
5: I'll give credit, though. I, I think I tweeted in overtime of game one before the Islanders lost that if the Islanders lose this game, you know, you can cue the fans blaming the arena. I th- th- oh, thought yeah. that'd be coming. <laughs> but I really haven't <laughs> yeah. heard it all that much. I haven't heard it all that much. So uh, that's good for the fans in the media. If they're not
3: really a, a hype no, on that. And even Listen, I was reading the post, uh, the New York Post, the guy that covers the Islanders, and he said, hey, anyone who blames the arena, shut up. It's not the arena that's not scoring.
5: Right. Yeah. They're not scoring. I mean, the Islanders have more disallowed goals than allowed goals in the series. Actually, the Islanders haven't scored a couple more look disallowed look at the goals goals they the have in the series, I think.
3: What's <laughs> that? I think they have as many disallowed goals the Canes have goals allowed in this series. They win game
1: I think, three. I think you're right. They win, they game, win three,
5: game three. Islanders they have to win game three. All McElhinney. the advanced stats, everything points to the Islanders. They have game three, and Carolina's a walking mash unit right now.
0: Yep. McElhinney, yeah. he won't stand on his head the next game. Are are the Islanders, Islanders. going to win.
5: Berlin. Dan Ream's like, they're all out. Islanders win tomorrow.
0: Everybody, I'm Dan Stewart with your Fantasy Sports Network news update. These nice positions out for Saturday's Kentucky Church, Churchill Downs. The four to one favorite Omaha Beach is gonna break from gate twelve. Not too bad there. Here are the rest of the favorites where they stand. In probable six-to-one, he goes from gate five game winner. He's also six to one in his gate sixteen roadster. Another Bob Baffert horse at six to one is in gate seventeen. Von Miller of the Broncos will join the Kentucky Derby TV coverage this Saturday. More bad news with the Houston Rockets and their fans. Referee Scott Foster, arguably the worst in the business, will officiate his first game since February 21st when the Warriors host the Rockets. Tonight, James Harden called Foster the worst official, also quote-unquote rude and ignorant following a loss to the Lakers earlier this year. Houston at Golden State, as I mentioned, game two of the doubleheader. This one at 10.30 Eastern time. Warriors minus five and a half total, 220 and a half warriors up one to nothing in that series game one of the nba playoff double bill as milwaukee hosting boston the bucks laying seven and a half over under 219 the celtics are up on that series one to nothing greg popovich who looks like he'll be uh, hanging around for a while expected to sign a new three-year contract with the san antonio spurs that will keep him the nba's highest paid coach according to league sources popovich now 70 years old Led the team to a 48-34 and 34 record this year before they got knocked out by the Denver Nuggets. He is in the last of a five-year deal. Two more games in the NHL playoffs tonight, just after 7 o'clock. Columbus hosting the Boston Bruins. Jackets laying 125. Five and a half is the total. The best of seven series is tied at one. Game two of the doubleheader, Colorado and San Jose. The Avalanche, minus 130. Total set at six. This series also tied at one. Carolina now the betting favorites at plus 425 to win the Stanley Cup after being up two to nothing on the islanders but they got major injuries as we talked about with kurtz carolina goalie peter morazek's going to miss wednesday's game three versus the islanders he has not been ruled out for game four but curtis mcelaney will get the call for the canes nfl news running back jamal charles signing a one-year deal to retire with the kansas city chiefs baseball the mlb says they will exclusively broadcast 13 games on youtube this season and fenway park will be hosting a college football bowl game between the acc and aac teams Fenway Park joining L.A. and Myrtle as sites for the new bowl games in 2020. Very busy night around the Diamonds tonight. 14 games on the betting board. We had 15, but Baltimore and the Chicago White Sox postponed due to rain. Two games at 7.05, St. Louis minus 120 at Washington, 9.5. Wainwright versus Sanchez. And the Nationals have placed Anthony Randone on the IL with a left elbow contusion. Detroit at Philadelphia, Phils minus 208.5, Turnbull and Velasquez. We got a trio at 710, Oakland and Boston. The Red Sox minus 170, 9.5, Brooks versus Porcello. The Cincinnati Reds are laying 15 cents at the New York Mets. Total 8, Castillo taking on Vargas. Cleveland, they're minus 210 versus Miami. Total 7, Bauer and Alcantara, 720 baseball action. San Diego at Atlanta, Pickham 8.5 paddock very hot this year versus Tehran. Padres talented rookie Fernando Tatis Jr. placed on the IR with a hammy injury two more at 740 we got Colorado minus 125 at Milwaukee eight and a half Marquez versus the Houston laying 170 at the Minnesota Twins over under seven and a half Cole taking on Pineda 805 Pittsburgh and Texas Rangers minus 115 11 total Lyles and Sampson Tampa Bay minus 185 at KC total seven and a half Snell versus Junis 940 the New York Yankees in action at Arizona. D-backs minus 155. Eight and a half is your over-under. Sabathia and Greinke, 945. Dodgers minus 145 at San Fran. Bueller and Pomeranz. Cody Bellinger setting an MLB record. His 37th RBI before May. 10.07 Toronto and the Angels. Angels minus 145. Total nine buckles and canning and the chicago cubs laying 140 at seattle over under nine hamels fernandez champion league soccer tottenham versus Ajax. Ajax up one to nothing very late in this game a few minutes left so Ajax up on tottenham and champions league soccer action i'm cam stewart Gabe morenci hosts red heat and rage we got another hour hour two coming up we'll give you our picks have a little fun as well and a whole lot more hour three the dfs lineup line lock up hour where we give our best bets of the day i'm cam stewart more red heat and rage radio coming up next
1: all you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you game, game time, time decisions all
3: right let's roll game time decisions ready for radio level two has begun thanks to george kurtz uh, for joining us well, we haven't replayed an interview in a couple of days uh We have a worthy uh, candidate today, though, uh, Cam, Cedric Maxwell. I don't know if you remember him, Cedric Maxwell. I do. Maxwell. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Great player. You know how good he was, Cam? He took UNC Charlotte, the 49ers, to the Final Four. (laughs) That's crazy. Think about that. And it wasn't like, like, it's not like, oh, yeah, yeah, but it was different then. No, no, oh, you know who the other teams in the Final Four were? North Carolina, UNLV, and Marquette. Wow. And Marquette were a power in those days in the 70s, right? Like, they won the national championship. Al McGuire was the coach. Like, they were a damn good team, Marquette. I think they won an NIT, too, and the NIT mattered. Like, they actually chose the NIT over the NCAA in 1974 or something like that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, like, think about that. Like, he was that good. And um, two-time NBA champion with the Boston Celtics. Um, NBA Finals MVP. Like, he was an MVP. Yeah, he's an NBA Finals MVP when, like, you know, Bird and, you know, and Magic Johnson and James Worthy and, like, you're the NBA Finals MVP of the Lakers and Celtics. You know you're a badass.
0: Uh, You said it. Even just saying UNC Charlotte in a Final Four, that team has, like, when's the last time they made it to the tournament, Gabe? Years ago when we were working. And I remember they had that kid who was just a three-point bomber who basically got them in by fluke when they went on a tootsie roll. That team doesn't even get in the tournament anymore, let alone the Final Four. They're known for they – got uh, a football program now, Charlotte, the 49ers.
3: Yeah, they're Division One now.
0: Yep. That's a sport I look forward to. <laughs> what, college football? Yeah, money. <laughs> yeah, when's baseball over?
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's hey, sort of like – used this, to
0: be fun. <laughs> it's
3: it's not that anymore. cycle – It's that cycle of different sports. Uh We're like, oh, yeah, once the playoffs are here, it'll be great. Then you're like, God, I hate the playoffs. You know what I mean? You're like, I'm losing uh, empty nets all the time. Oh, I hate this. The CFL is a big one. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the start of the CFL. And then I swear, Cam, by (laughs) by week eight of the CFL, I'm like, this league sucks. I hate this league. I've always loved the league. I don't rip the league, the quality of the league. But betting on the league can be frustrating at times.
0: The CFL is probably the most random league in it the history really of sports. There's no, there's no rhyme <laughs> or reason. Like look at trends. If you look at trends in the CFL, you might just throw them, put them, put them down your toilet because there yeah. is none. A, a team I can a great one, can lose by 50 the next. Like it's crazy. If you remember that, so it was
3: right before I came here. Actually, I was really into it. Remember where you and I went to a game. I was going all the time because I lived right there. So, actually, remember I said, yeah, I'm going to go to more games this year. I actually did. Like, I went alone twice even. You know what I mean? No one wanted to go. Yeah. I went alone on Saturday afternoon to the Argo games and stuff. Yeah. I was 0 for 4, buddy. Like, <laughs> I tried it all. Like, remember you and I went, oh, they'll beat Calgary. We got smoked.
0: Yeah, yeah well, a uh, smoke show. Yeah, our quarterback <laughs> took, almost died. Remember Ricky yeah. Ray almost, like, his career ended when we go. We're bad luck. We bet on them. and The yeah, the best quarterback in the league
3: gets, like, yeah. know, nearly paralyzed. <laughs> At the game, yeah, he's, like, decapitated. Um, I remember I went, like, the next week. I'm like, all right, the Edmonton Eskimos are in Toronto. They'll beat them. No, no, of course, the Argos threw, like, four interceptions in the end zone. I remember, I think you were on them, too, because you were bitching about it. (laughs) Remember, like, Riley kept throwing interceptions. I'm like, thanks, bro. Yeah, I'm right there, too. Like, I was, like, right on the 50-yard line watching it. I, every game I went to, like you said, it's like throwing a dart. Basically in the C F L if the team lost last week take them the next week. That, exactly. That's how you it. And if they won, like better the bet against them next week.
0: Sharp. Well, <laughs> uh, eh. I got a shirt on. So people think well. you look good today. Your rocket uh, yank makes you just you look like you just took a shower. I did. I, I, I do. That's what I do now, Gabe. I do my updates. I write the shell right with all the baseball games and stuff. Then usually I have a nice shower today. I actually used a razor and uh, yeah, I just had a nice little steam. And uh, I'm at my girlfriend's house. It's different downtown. I'm in the big leagues now, man. I'm in uh, I'm in the city. So there's uh, amenities here not just a track to walk at, around you know, the, with animals yeah, that's why your yeah, hair also, is all like yeah yeah notice I, I got a little no body in it today like usually it's a little frothy now it's just uh yeah the life's all gone yeah not put any
3: gel in there today or anything huh
0: yeah it's just uh that's the wet look right there gabe yeah a little bit just a little bit of that putty stuff get in there headset <laughs> we're back i notice uh i also i'm feeling a lot better i had uh a sleep study done and uh, they corrected some of my problems. So I'm actually uh, getting a little bit more rest uh, these days. I feel like I, I have more energy, which is great. My doctor told me if I didn't take care of it, I could have got really sick. So I'm glad I did, but uh, yeah, I'm trying out a new uh, trial mask right now. It's pretty good. Nice and quiet. Good,
3: good stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. uh, I'm trying to get uh, somewhat healthier too. I was getting into the loop of four hours a night's sleep and uh, wasn't good.
0: Worry. It's not good for you, man. And then the, ap- no, no. the app will make it worse. Trust me, I've tried up. every way. Exactly. I've tried every way, man. It's just, uh, yeah. so now, just to call it out for what it is, we're we we don't eat very well, so you know. Yeah, well, that's it, it. You know, I you know, it's basically I'm forcing
3: myself like to try. I'm trying to sleep six hours now. It's a little yep. bit of a challenge. But I'm trying to get uh, try to get into the routine. Five and a half, uh, six. Six is a good All number. Right. So, six is good. Yeah, at least I can get by. You know, you're supposed to. You know, I don't know if it's enough, but whatever shake. it is, it eat is what six. it is for. Me. Um, six. So we talked about Michel Therien's, uh meltdown earlier, one of the classic uh, all-time meltdowns. Oh, and we job. should note that this got him fired, that he got yeah. fired after. Like any time you, you rip the team this much. <laughs> but uh, we sent it to Yang. Yang's like, are we playing it? Are we playing it? Are we playing it? So you know what, Yang? Let's play it, all right? Let's hear Michel Therrien meltdown because it is
1: that damn good. I'm not impressed. It's a pathetic performance. Half <laughs> the team doesn't care. Half the team doesn't care. You know, it's like, are we going to be happy to, to play eight minutes? I'm not going <laughs> to be happy to play eight minutes. What those guys will say, if we take 40% of their salary because they only play, or 50% of their salary because we they only play for 50, 50% of the time, that's enough. <laughs> That defensive squad, you know, I think their goal—I I really start to believe their goals—is to be the worst defensive squad in the league. <laughs> and they're doing such a great job to be the worst defensive squad in the league. You know, they—they turn the puck over. You know, they have no vision. They soft like I never see a bunch of defensemen soft like this. So you know, they put the two combination and. You can start threatening them now. Well, absolutely. Hey, hey. There's a lot of guys don't care. They pretend to care, but I know they don't care. Okay. No more, Mister Nice Guy. What's a solution? I'm gonna find solution. It's a game of emotion, it's a game of hard work, it's a game of passion, you know there's hey, like Kovachu what he did the other day. There's no one guy who was close to do something. Maybe Maxim Talbot at the end with one second left. It's about five foot eight. did did, did they think that as a coach that I got the feeling that team care for each other wow you know try to have a good ambience you know with the team yesterday so I guess we're going to have to come back with the old recipe you know it's like They make my job miserable. So, it's give and take. What can I do?
3: Hey. He sounds like a serial killer.
0: Oh, I love this guy. One of my favorites. uh, Lots of guy.
1: Very disappointing because they don't care if they care you know tonight it looks like men's against boys hey. yeah. oh mark mark you know he's playing good for us thank god
3: thank you mark RJ flurry the old
2: yeah
3: i like how at the end he goes thank you <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. thank you um, there was other parts to that too. You're right, where he said no more Mr. Nice Guy and stuff. Yeah, like, he goes, went bananas. Yeah, like, yeah. Was,
3: I tried to be nice to them, but I no more Mr. Nice Guy.
0: Um, <laughs> we
3: should note he got fired a couple about a couple of weeks after that.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. He's always one of those guys, Gabe, too. When you talk to him, he's always on the edge. Like you don't know if he's gonna like laugh and like give you a hug or like literally choke, choke, like grab his hands and put them around your neck. He's kind of like teetering on that uh, precipice when you talk to Terrier, you know, he's a pretty intense dude. Yeah. He's, um,
3: I think he's pretty much insane uh, for the most part. <laughs> like, that's just the best way of putting it. Yeah. He's intense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but all those, yeah. yeah, those, a lot of those French, you know, the Quebec coaches, the guy from the Quebec yep. major junior leagues, it's just the way they are. But, you know, Michel Thierry has always been crazy. Like, um, Remember, he put, uh, he put Lanny Bohannis in a headlock, like in the minor leagues yeah. years ago, in a yeah. bar. Michel yeah. Daria's wife, got arrested in Montreal. His kid was playing at a hockey game, and she started beating the shit out of another hockey mother with her purse. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's the definition of an audience. He was a little bit calmer after the fact. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, when he was the coach of the Canadians, I didn't mess with him too much.
7: <laughs> no,
0: no, no. I've interviewed him a few times, and he scared me. Who else is a psycho Bob Hartley Bob Hartley is a psycho I remember that guy when he coached the Atlanta Thrashers I used to go down to games he made grown men like he tortured them at practice like if they couldn't hit the post from a certain area he'd keep them out there and keep them out there he'd skate bag them with weights like guys don't do that stuff in the NHL man like he was crazy Bob Hartley was certifiable man
3: and that's why that's why he didn't get jobs after though correct Correct. Right, like that whole that junior hockey Yahoo stuff, and even yeah. Michelle Theria. All right, we'll go back to the old recipe of me being a psychopath. <laughs> right, like is yeah, how'd that work out? Right, he got fired. <laughs> got, got, remember the guy in Minnesota years ago? He pulled kind of the same thing. Uh, was it? Uh, yo, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, And then yeah. he got
0: canned.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knew yeah. the cameras were running. Yeah, the coach of Minnesota was. It was during a practice. The cameras were running, and he decided to stop, and he did basically a Theriot thing, one by one. He's like, you don't care. You're soft. You guys don't do anything, and he basically went off, and he freaked out, he got fired, like, the next
0: day. <laughs> you know how crazy that is, Gabe, when you think about it, too? Yo went from Minnesota, and then he got the gig with St. Louis, but he pulled the same kind of routine. His act wore thin, and Craig Berube is probably one of the best coaches in the league now, what he's done with the Blues. Yo used to be there. So it actually worked out for St. Louis. Um, Blaker's talking about Mike Keenan. Yeah, Mike Keenan used
3: to piss players off, big time. But uh, Keenan was a little different. Who's the guy? It was it Dave Manson? Yeah, remember Dave Manson? Remember Dave Manson yep. spoke like a killer? Like he, he had like the throat thing. Yeah, he's exactly. a mean dude. And I guess like uh, Keenan was spazzing out in a room once and. And basically, like, Manson grabbed him by the throat. Because if you ever yell at me like that again, I'm gonna put you through the board. Through <laughs> the. It's like the chalkboard. Like he was like, Note this out, don't yell at Manson again. <laughs>
0: for the fence is playing Daily Fantasy Fantasy Baseball with dailyrodo.com Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer user to win a million bucks in FanDuel and DraftKings tournaments. Become one of the countless number of people who've won thousands and thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. You'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the use of the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get a 10% discount today.
3: All right, so yeah, we'll share uh, some of the NBA DFS that we're going to be playing. You have anything for the NHL tonight, Cam? You playing any? Uh, you gonna play two game uh, two game lineup
0: uh, this evening? Not nothing yet, Moranti. But I'm, I was thinking about putting something together. It's actually crazy. Uh, I haven't really been doing too too good with these uh, DFS NHL things. I've been better. It's actually crazy. The European golf is what I've won the most money on. If you can believe it, the thing that I probably pay attention to the least is the one <laughs> that I do the the best in is ninth out of like 1900 won like 18 bucks or whatever i'm in the same boat as you i was so pissed off saying why can't that just be like a couple hundred bucks uh gotta start picking better tournaments i guess where uh not every single guy gets paid you need a little bit more if you finish top 10 top 20 i think you should be rewarded Morenzi. like you got 30 something that should be tripled that's the way i look at it
3: i remember last year we were talking about the pga they were changing things up to try to get a major in every month so we have a major championship in a couple of weeks uh, yeah. coming up uh, right now, which is actually cool. Uh, I'll give credit to the PGA and the powers that be uh, for doing just to keep keep people interested. And uh, uh, next week, actually, on the morning after, I guess it's next uh, next Wednesday, we actually have a golfer that will be one of the favorites and has a chance to win next week. Cam, it's not often that I interview. It's too bad it's not on this show. I was gonna say you're yeah. free to join us for the interview, but uh, you're not the biggest fan of the guy, so let's play Nan oh, the golfer. No, uh, it's not Phil. Even
0: though know, Phil's really impressing me lately with gonna, the social uh, media videos, the guy's on fire. I gotta give him a lot of I'm gonna right tell out.
3: you though, like uh, it's a big time golf game. We know it's not Tiger. Obviously I'd be saying, Oh, we no, got Tiger no, Woods no. on the show. Tiger,
0: yeah. Not my favorite golfer. Rory? No. God, let me think. Is he? Yeah, he's top twenty in the world. Okay, let me think. Yes, yeah, he's, he screwed me probably lots before. Okay. Yes. Okay. You've complained <laughs> about him a lot, and so have I. And he's a guest. Amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy is. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, give, give read, me a clue, Gabe. Give me a clue. Uh. uh his mother, it was sick. Mother was sick. Okay. Jason Day. Jason <laughs> Day. Jason Day. Yes. Wow, you got Jason Day. I bet he's going to be a really good interview, too. Yeah. The thing about Jason Day is he's a wicked golfer. I just hate when he, like, has something with draws. Just don't go in the tournament and start that if you know you're going to leave. That's all with the vertigo but anyway wow that's a dude that's a huge get like this guy's a top five six player in the world it's amazing Yeah, no,
3: exactly and you know we get him on like basically just leading up to the pga championship too
0: in your backyard too that's right at beth page black and uh, yeah you and yeah. ronari are going to be talking about that game that's a wicked course too like for all the people in new york state there like I know a lot of people think Tiger will do it again. I'm not so sure. I think he'll be a factor. I'm not sure if he's going to win, but man, uh, I think got it's his a little bit got
3: a play. Yeah, I know.
0: I agree. It's uh, he's got his mojo back, but it's crazy. I'm just looking at DraftKings for uh, the tournament this week, and Jason Was Day is the second Fargo? ranked. Yeah, Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow. Great, great tournament. Great course. Jason Day is in the two hole after Rory McIlroy is the second ranked guy. So no, that's a wicked get, man. That's a great. Like that's world class.
3: Yeah, and he wants to talk. He's going to talk about uh, uh, cancer awareness and, and yeah. stuff because of his mother and and the other health issues that he's had. And we'll yeah, get to some golf. golf. Yeah, we'll yeah. get to some golf, uh, of course, as well. But, yeah, you know he's going to be. He's probably going to be a nice guy and stuff. You what know, day so. is that?
0: next? What day are you doing it next, next week? Like next Tuesday? Wednesday. Next wow, Wednesday. he's even talking to you like a day before he tees off, too. That's a late. Usually they do their talking. Like when I was at the Masters. Nobody wanted to talk after Wednesday. When yeah, I got to yeah. the grounds on Monday, like the only guys who would talk to me after Monday, like Snedeker's pretty loose, uh, uh, Steve Stricker, and uh, those guys I talked to, Hunter Mayhan back in the day, this guy's barely holding on to his card. But uh, a lot of golfers come Wednesday, they don't want to be talked to. So that's pretty impressive that he's coming on that close to the tournament.
3: Yeah, like that's why we tried. Our boy was trying to get, he was telling me he might be able to get Bob Baffert on the show. Wow, and, for fucking uh, uh, Ooh. Yeah, but the thing is, basically, like you just said, it's kind of the cutoff. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to get these guys sort of on the Monday or the Tuesday. You know, like I'm- it's tough now as the week goes I- on.
0: When we were and yeah, the the post positions came out today. I will say this though, Gabe, uh, Bafford was a hard guy for me to get when uh, we were working together, and they sent me to the Belmont. But guys who do talk, do talk Pod Pletcher well, Todd Pletcher. Todd Pletcher,
3: talks- he was the guy that he's the most, exactly. He said, Pletcher's yeah. the coolest guy of the mall. He'll come on. Dale
0: Romans. Dale Romans is a guy I'll talk to. Pletcher's a, a New couple-
3: York guy, too, right? So.
0: Pletcher's a great guy. He was really nice to me when I was jammed up. Remember, when I went down to he the He said, Belmont, Bafford will do it.
3: He said, Bafford does well- it, but he goes, you got to bother him. You got to, like, hit yeah. him up because he'll say, no, I'm busy, I'm busy. But if you exactly. he goes, if you call him six times, he'll say, all right, all right, I'll come on. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> After a while, just pick phone stop bugging me no i remember todd bletcher well, he's was not really going cool. on the
3: jim rome show so he's got time
0: yeah that's so all well. yeah him and jimmy after the incident with the horses i, I i'm actually on uh yeah it's it, it, you know it's i was on i gotta give jim rome a little bit of credit like you'd be pissed off too, like if you were in that situation and the horse did that to you and cut you off but yeah they, they used to be tight but when i went down to the belmont remember i'll have another was going for the triple crown game that was when we met Richard Garner, when he was working for the Stronach Group out of California, when he was living down there. That's where I met the chick from uh, CNN. What's her name now? She's not as nice as she was before. Aaron Burnett, when I was down oh, yeah. there doing a <laughs> yeah. story on I'll Have Another, right? And then remember what happened? E-e-e-e. The old Doug O'Neill. Remember, he got like in trouble, too, with that horse, and it got suspended so all the stories that we did there that horse was scratched for the belmont what a shit show so i actually had todd pletcher really got me out of a jam with an interview when all our stuff had to be uh you know erased because there was no triple crown with that horse
3: yeah we'll start to get into the, the kentucky derby as the week uh the week uh goes on we'll get uh we'll get we'll get somebody on here to break it uh, down somebody's asking what's the difference between a, a bookie and a proxy uh proxy a big difference meet uh, well, the yeah well the proxy and not the proxy in a contest but a bookie and a proxy you either have a bookie that you meet once a week and it's a guy and you're betting with him or basically you're meeting with an agent
0: yeah
3: of so the book. that that's that's the proxy so basically there's a lot there's a million books out there that don't advertise right in each city there's a book that hey you know, if you know, you know, you know, the address, you know, the address, boom, you get in. Yeah. But you need an agent. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like you're betting on an online. You're betting on an online account. You're betting online and everything. You have an account. And still credit. It's like betting though. offshore. <laughs> but, yeah, it's credit. And then you're meeting somebody once a week. And that guy technically is not a bookie. He's a uh, he's a proxy or he's a he's, a, he's an agent. Agent is the exact word. He's an agent. He's not he's not a bookie. He's not taking your bets. He's just managing it for the the company so to speak. Uh so he's a proxy as opposed to a uh a local bookie. So there's a very simple answer.
0: Yep. Very true. A lot of those big books too basically they're online and the only difference is you know what I mean they'll set you up bigger credit accounts and you meet your agent who is basically yeah you said it gave the same thing. It's credit credits the killer man. Credit. If you have credit, your agent is basically your bookie. That's yeah, yeah. Term. But he's not technically a
3: bookie, but exactly. So, no, buddy, some of the some of the baseball trends uh, for tonight, courtesy of Mark Lawrence's uh, Coffee Club. Uh, we've got St. Louis Wainwright five and one versus the Nationals. Uh, Vargas seven and one at home in the month of April. Uh, Julio Tehran five and zero. Oh at home in the month of April. Today's the last day. Boston Red Sox. I'm never a big fan of this trend about the days of the week, but I don't know. Yeah. There's something to it. Boston are 0-5 on Tuesdays this year. You know, but look like this one. Like, look, Kansas City are 0-4 on Tuesdays this season. They're 0-4 on a lot of days. Yeah, I bet you can't <laughs> sit here like bad on a lot of days of the week, Cam. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are. They sure are, buddy.
3: Arizona four and zero on Tuesdays this year.
0: I don't like those trends. Uh,
3: when the Orioles sent Andrew Kashner to the bump tonight against Ivan Nova and the White Sox in Chicago, they will do so knowing Kashner is five and zero in his last five team starts in April. Nova is zero and five, his past five starts in the month of April. Kashner five and one overall this year. The team is with him starting Nova. ERA, and a 1.75 whip so far this year. Sounds like uh, Mark Lawrence likes the birds tonight against the good guys.
0: Good guys, bad guys. Good guys, bad guys. Yeah, that game, uh, is that game, hold on, Gabe, I think that's the postponed game, is it? Yes, it is.
3: Is it? I thought Minnesota well, I just, and Boston were going to get shut down. No, a lot of doing,
0: was, shut down. I was doing my update. I just want to go through this again. Uh, Baltimore, Chicago, it. Yeah, shut Baltimore, down. Chicago's yeah. The, yeah, it's shut down. Yeah, and shut Tampa, down. Kansas
3: yeah. City, shut down.
0: Yeah, it is. That's uh, just updated. You and, are yeah. correct.
3: Yeah, Tampa and Kansas City shut down now too. Good call, Morenzi. Good call. I'll
0: get that into the second. Yeah. Update so, few DFS
3: players out there. No Rays, no Royals, no Orioles, no White Sox.
0: It would have been interesting, too. If you look at that Kansas City game, guess who's pitching? Snell. A lot of people would have used Snell against the Royals, too. So that's big information for DFS. Big time. No Tampa Bay game.
3: Let's see what the uh, the weather's like in uh, Minneapolis uh, right now. Raining as we speak. Raining in Minneapolis. Reds, uh, Astros. I said uh, Red Sox for uh, Astros. Yeah, Astros. Astros of Minnesota. We were on that Minnesota last night against the Astros. Good call. I don't know whether it could be a play of Boston,
0: though, for all I know, too. But he got lit up last night. That's just Maxwell next.
3: morning after fantasy sports radio television network iHeartRadio radio sports byline affiliates american forces radio network and everything else in between we appreciate you joining us whatever medium you're joining us on all right enough of us talking about basketball let's bring in that somebody actually knows what they're talking about uh instead of uh instead of me and joe let's bring in a man actually that was so freaking good man he brought unc charlotte man the 49ers to the final four that's right Wow. UNC Charlotte in the final four. Cornbread. Cedric Maxwell stepped up and in. The Cedric Maxwell podcast is uh, tearing it apart uh, right now. Cedric, welcome to the program. Good morning, man. How you doing this morning, sir?
7: Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. It is a pleasure to be on with you. I'm here in dreary Milwaukee waiting to go on to do game number two, which is going to be later on this evening. All
3: right, so before we get into game number two uh, this evening, let's start off. The big topic of conversation that we've had here this morning, uh, Cedric, and it seems like NBA players online and Twitter, and God knows the Houston Rockets, the officiating, the officiating, the officiating. Your take on the officiating, are the modern players just crying too much, or do they have a beef?
7: Well, I think that, you know, what players want is consistency. But I think you see that in every sport. Then we just see that when New Orleans played and they got beat by the Rams in football, you know, this this sports year. It, the things do happen. You're gonna have calls which are going to be sometimes are gonna be really different and difficult. But as a player, all you're looking for is consistency. And what we've seen so far in this playoff season with the nba is maybe some of the inconsistency but there might be a reason why the guy that has gotten more of those would be the guy who's done more flopping than anybody else and james harden so i think it's kind of balanced out on both sides
6: yeah, you know, Cedric, I gotta, I, I, I gotta ask you because it drives me crazy from the standpoint of listen, I, I can't take what a guy bitching and moaning about the refs that went nine of 28 from the field in the game and expect me to believe somehow he was wronged. Uh, you know, it's one thing if the refs, uh, you know, really lean it towards you and you had a chance to win the game, but where is the personal responsibility with today's player? Why are we talking about the refs and not the fact that James Harden? could have made a few extra baskets instead of going nine for 28 and winning
7: the game himself. That's true. And, you know, I like it when you get all these stations and you can say he was bitching about it. I I love
3: that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Say what you want. There's limits, Cedric. There's limits. Yeah. Yeah, I think
7: it's just, I think it is. It's a little ridiculous when you think about all the calls he has gotten, you know, uh, in the playoffs and during the regular season. Um, You know, I I understand what he's saying, though, that when you have it called one way for an entire season and then a couple of games in the playoffs and then you get to a game versus Golden State, those same calls that, you know, and I hate the call, but, you know, if that's the call you're going to make, then you have to you have to make that call. So, you know, it is it's, it's incumbent upon the player to take responsibility but he does win it consistently.
3: Uh, Cedric Maxwell uh, with us. So as far as game two is concerned this evening, it was interesting. Giannis was asked about game one. And, you know, understandably so. He said, you know, no, we don't have major adjustments to make. We're going to go out there. We're going to play our game again uh, tonight. Uh, Boston, you know, I thought Boston started to come together with a couple of weeks left in the season. Maybe it was about the last month. You can tell us. Uh, Cedric, how you saw this to start to come together, but from afar there was sort of the chemistry problems and what's going to happen with Kyrie at the end of the year, where is he going to play next year, but you know, it's amazing what winning will do, right, and you know suddenly everyone seems to understand their role embrace their role, enjoy their role, it's coming together for them, dangerous basketball team right now, I actually predicted the upset, Boston beats Milwaukee in the series, on Friday, before it started, um, your take on this, and what what, what can we expect tonight? I, I, evidently, I guess a more urgent buck team tonight, right?
7: Yeah, I think there has to be some urgency about them. But I'm like you. I'd take the self in this series. Uh, I think one of the things that we don't talk about enough is at the beginning of the year, everybody... Uh, Everybody picked the Boston Celtics as a team to, to win the Eastern Conference. Yep. So I think that if you look back on it, on what has happened, yeah, they did not have that kind of stellar year. It was up and down. But since the playoffs have started against Indiana and now the first game against Milwaukee, this team has been on an, in, in another gear. Winning does something. Winning makes everybody happy. You know, when you're, when you're happy, I always say that. like if you have a, a home life right now, you have a wife, a happy home is a happy wife. And if the wife ain't happy, I don't give a damn what happened. Nothing else is on. When the king is happy, we don't care about that. But when the queen is happy, everybody <laughs> in the village right now celebrates. So that's what you say about the Celtics. They're happy right now while they're winning. So, you know, there's no controversy. But we'll see what happens if they lose a the game.
3: Who do you think they get? What do you think of the Toronto-Philadelphia series? Who do you think is going to win that series? And if you're Boston, who would you think they would rather prefer? Because i got to tell you, I'm a diehard Raptor fan, Cedric, and I would rather play Milwaukee than Boston. I don't want to get you guys. I know how deep you are. Yeah. And I know depth. Yeah. Uh, depth means everything. Right? So... Yeah. I don't know how. Listen, Milwaukee aren't deep. You guys are, but what do you think happens? Raptors, Sixers, and who's the better matchup after for the Celtics if we get there?
7: Well, if the Celtics played, I think that the, the team that they play better against has been Philadelphia. Uh, you know, for 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 them, for uh, whatever reason, Kawhi Leonard and uh, has done a great job playing against Siakam. Uh, you know, uh, Lowry, those guys have really played well against the Seas. So I think that the Celtics were going to play somebody. I think they'd be more favorite to play Philly. Yeah,
3: we don't want each other here, Cedric, because I'm the same way. I don't want yeah. you guys.
7: <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think, you know, I always say the Raptors can be a tough team. I think the thing about the Raptors to me, again, is whatever it is up in Canada right now going on. It just seems like every year the Raptors have this thing where they play really well and then all of a sudden they kinda of hit the skiers. I thought it was gonna change yeah. when they beat Philly the way they did this time. But uh back to the game, same Philly old, same
3: got, old last night.
7: Yeah, Philly Philly exposed him. And the guy who who is one of my favorite players is Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's had a tough postseason where he's missed. he hasn't made shots and that's just not like him. He is He's the ultimate competitor. I've always, I've walked up to him several times and said, man, if there was a guy that could have played during the damn eighties in the NBA, it would have been you. And he always <laughs> said, man, I appreciate that. Cause you know, he's a pit bull. He's going to get after you, but whatever happened right now, maybe health, I'm not sure, but he has not performed the way Kyle Lowry has been performing.
6: I, I got to ask you, Cedric. I'm watching last night. I'm watching this, uh, this Portland against, um, Uh, Denver game and and I swear if I was like in a time machine and just had had woken up and I saw uh, Jokic you know coming down the court and then pulling up from three and hitting it I'd be like hey am I watching 1980s basketball and that guy like why is this guy shooting threes from all over the place he's kind of a freak of nature I mean have we when's the last time we've seen a big man like this been so dominant not only in the paint but from outside
7: as well uh, there's a guy named Dirk Nowitzki <laughs> that's <Yeah. laughs> still just deciding you know who's going to be a Hall of Famer. And to me, he's better than Dirk in a way, in the fact that he is such a complete passer. You know, hmm. how, when have you seen a guy like that get these triple doubles and big enough on the inside to block shots? Uh, Denver's going to present some problems out there because they've played well, and that was – some people ask me, you know, who do you think right now is a surprise team? I said, well, keep an eye on Denver because Jokic and 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 th- those young players. And the thing about it, playing in the altitude up in Denver, that is a, that's a big that's a psychological difference to anybody. And to go in the a game in Portland, I mean, that was huge.
3: Yeah, and they're used to that altitude up there. Um, I think they're a dangerous team uh, as well. All right, so we'll ask you about another of your your former clubs before we get you out of here, the Houston the Houston Rockets. So we talked about the officiating a little bit uh, tonight. I, I, you know, listen, I, I'm not, not going to like Cedric. I did drink. Uh, I was going to say a couple of glasses, but I think I had about two bottles of wine. And I predicted the Denver Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals, but <laughs> I said Houston's going to Houston's going to beat Golden State. Denver beats Portland, then Denver beats Houston. I figured I'd shake it up a little bit. But and I listen, I like Denver a lot. But what about Houston and Golden State? They got to win four of the next six games uh, right now. What are you expecting tonight uh, from from this contest?
7: Well, that you're gonna. Have, the first thing you have to do is find somebody that's gonna slow down Durant. And to, Durant has proven. How right good now. is he? What do you
3: rank him <laughs> with you guys? Like, where's Durant yeah. in the all-time rankings?
7: All time, I don't know. I think I, I have to give him an incomplete right now. But the, the way the game is played, it's hard to stop him. He is legitimately 6'11", and has the skills of a guy five handling the basketball, shooting it. He puts so much pressure on you. Only several guys. Only guy that I think that can actually slow him down because he's strong enough and quick enough might be Kawhi Leonard. He's the only guy I've ever seen that gets up in this case and makes it so tough that the ramp wants to pass the basketball defensively. So, Golden State... Hey, well Houston doesn't have those guys uh I think they do a good job of what they have but man it, he is he they they have not had an answer yet out west
6: you know they don't and ultimately and not to put you on a spot here we only got a, a couple of minutes but uh give me your finals man who who's it going to be this year
7: wow now you really put me on the spot uh <laughs> you know what I think it's going to be I think it's going to be the Celtics
3: and In to State. Ooh, I had a feeling you were going there.
7: Yeah, me too. <laughs> wow, me what
3: a too. Surprise! <laughs> what a surprise! Yes, that's I was well, like, "You he know, ain't gonna say the like Raptors."
7: You know what, guys? <laughs> I'm gonna be just like you were saying a minute ago. I'm not gonna bitch about it. Okay? I'm just <laughs>
3: about it right? Hey, thanks for the time, Cedric Cornbread. Let's do it again, bro. Thanks, man.
7: All right, guys, have a good one.
3: Cedric Maxwell with us. I will talk Raptors, Sixers on the other side. Josh Lewinberg. Radio Network, uh, iHeart now on YouTube uh, as well. Uh, we talked about the Kentucky Derby, uh, the Kentucky Derby's uh, later in the week, and um, the uh, post positions and odds are now official. Uh, War of Will is in the one hole. Tax is in the two hole. They're both 20 to one. Um, by my uh, standards is the three horse, 20 to one as well. Gray magician four hole 50 to 1. Woo, improbable. Five uh horse, 6 to 1. Uh the six horse, 20 to 1. Uh my horse, Maximum Security, 10 to 1 gets the seven uh position Cam. That was the winner of the Florida Derby. Correct. Uh, maximum Security. Uh Tactus is uh Tacticus is uh, 10 to 1. Uh, In the eight hole. That's my horse. Is it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the one I like the most. A lot of um, just looking at the numbers, Gabe, and your horse is in this too. A very interesting stat. I feel like Mark Lawrence there. But you talk about, so Omaha Beach will be the favorite in the race. But undefeated horses
3: in the 12 hole.
0: There are three horses at three years old that are undefeated this year, and that's like a good prerequisite for it, too, like the other race. Maximum Security, Roadster, and Tacitus are the the three horses that have not lost a race as three-year-olds. And I love his position, too. The eight hole, I think, is a very, very good spot to be from, and we're getting value on our horses at 10 to 1. That's going to be the horse I'm playing across the board. Tacitus.
3: Roadster is actually one of Bob Baffert's horses.
0: Correct. Yep.
3: The True. other one being Omaha Beach, the favorite. Yeah. At four to one, I guess Omaha Beach won in the Slop uh, Arkansas Derby. He gets the twelve post. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, plus Q Parfait. Ooh, nice. Sounds <laughs> good. Name. Sounds like Dairy Queen.
3: Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I could really go for some food right now. Here's another thing about Maybe. doing the show at Lisa's place. There's nothing here. Like instant noodles. Like not even a piece of bread. At least at my den, Gabe. You know me; I like to stock the fridge.
3: Yeah, my kitchen is pretty bare. And it's funny you say that, yeah. Cam, because I'm so hungry. Like I'm getting like, I'm just, like yeah, and I stuff.
0: Got, it's actually funny you mentioned that. I just my stomach just went it made a noise. Like I think I heard it. hit A and W. A and W's got the team burger for three fifty. I think I'm gonna after the show just John on down to A and W and grab me a bag.
3: You know what? I was thinking actually. uh, Like, normally after the show, like, I can wait, and after the show, I'll deal with what I'm going to eat. But it's funny. We're on the same wavelength. I was just thinking. I was like, you know what? I might have to order the pizza on air today because I don't want to wait till 730 to get this uh, bad boy cam. This show's over at, like, 656. I want that pizza ready at 7 o'clock, like 705 type thing. You know what I mean? I'm I'm tired to put my shoes on and go down. I want it nice and hot, right? Nice and ready for me. I don't want to call at 710 and eat at 745. (laughs) I need it now, Cam. Hell, I'd order it right now, but I want to enjoy it. You know, I just don't want to stop it down on the air, you know?
0: It's funny you mention that. I usually haven't done pizza in a while, but I I check my inbox, and I see uh, Mike Cardano's and Right under it was a Pizza Hut coupon, and it was uh, buy one, get one free yesterday, Gabe. So I got two pans. Two medium pans yesterday. They're at my house though, unfortunately. I scoffed one and left the other one for leftover snacks. It was beautiful. I got two medium pans delivered to my house for twenty six bucks. Put that that's hard to do. That's called a coupon, maybe. And it had extra cheese on both, too. That's how you Not Bad. It. Yeah, I'm, going, you know that, I'm that, going that order's usually forty bucks. Easy. I'm Easy. going local. I'm going with my boy Michaels. Michaels.
3: Uh we're going local. Gonna get the uh he doesn't make a small pizza. Ah,
0: no such thing. Medium, uh, medium, medium.
3: medium. It's New York, New Jersey. They don't do small.
0: <laughs> no, I don't do small. Who owns a small pizza? But
3: the medium is actually a large, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's a big box. Like, it'd be, it's not like, it's 12-plus. Extra cheese. Yeah. You got it.